Welcome to It's Still Happening, the only podcast created to inspire and support women who are the first in their families to break generational patterns, raise the bar, and create the life you desire and deserve through ancestral healing. I'm your host, Ash Johns. I'm an author, guide, and creative. And what I know for sure is we all have generational debris and generational superpowers within us that impact who we are, how we show up, and the quality of our lives. It's my hope that you both clear and connect with yours, experience the transformation that naturally flows as a result, and step into your power and leadership as a creational woman modeling what's possible when we heal and grow from our roots. If you've always felt called to walk your own path in life and are ready to create a ripple effect in your world, you're in perfect company. And if you've been desiring to break barriers and know that the past, present, and future are always intertwined, you found this podcast in divine timing. This is your invitation to pull up a chair and get out your notebook as I teach lessons learned and insights emerging from walking my own path of freedom. I hope to inspire you to do the same. Let's get into today's episode. All right, so welcome back to the show. Those of you who are listening to the podcast, you don't see that it is most definitely nighttime. And, uh, if you're on YouTube, you know that because you're seeing that everything is <laughs> warmly lit and my eyes are like low. I'm in my favorite burgundy lounge dress and it's about, not even about, it's actually after 10 p.m. Um, and if you guys don't know, not only am I an early bird, but I'm also late to bed. So I think this is going to be a very juicy episode because I'm recording it in that pre-liminal, cozy, winding down, nice and slow vibe. Let's crawl in to today's episode. I'm hoping that even if you're listening to this at the beginning of your day or midday, you can drop into these very present and relaxing vibes that I've got going here. And I would even invite you, if you can, if you want to sink into the energy that I'm recording this episode in, if it's not that time of day or you can't get into that state, maybe save this episode, you know, for end of day when you want to wind down and um, be inspired, you know. Those of you who are listening via the traditional podcast platforms rate to give me a review I'd love to see you guys sharing this on social media and tagging me um it it just delights me <laughs> to be honest with you so a reminder slash invitation slash sharing my desire with you which I think I talked about that at the very very beginning of birthing this podcast uh, my desires for this space and I still feel they are the same even though the podcast continues to evolve. Okay, y'all. When I wrote the notes and got this idea about this episode, I really did think about it through the lens of entrepreneurship and being a small business owner and the journey of stepping into your entrepreneurial power. And those of you who don't know this, it's like my favorite line ever. I had a background in advertising, branding, market research. I have um, been entrepreneurial my whole life or aspired to be an entrepreneur my whole life and have had so many different failed and successful, but mostly failed <laughs> experiences. And so, you know, when I first like really started my business, it was in consulting. It was leaving the ad industry and taking those services and offering them to mom and pop and small business owners, um, which then led me into being an advisor and a consultant, which then led me into coaching, then led me into healing. And here we are full circle doing all the things just being myself. And so um, I really did, you know, if I were to say this is a content pillar of things that I want to talk about on this podcast, conscious business, becoming an entrepreneur, tapping into your purpose, your passions, your gifts is you know, the sentiment, but the takeaway, I'm going to give you a heads up, the takeaway and the key message here is actually applicable to anything and everything in your life, especially those of us who are stepping into 
empowered, fully expressed, completely balanced, creational women, hear me when I say this, you need this message. So whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you are a small business owner, whether you aspire to that or not, this episode still has a medicine in it for you because it is ministering to me when I got the download to share it. And even with me writing out the notes and now with me delivering it to you. And I want to even share another thing, you know, in previous episodes, I've talked about how I've never gone back and listened to my podcast episodes, especially those where I was invited as a guest speaker to other people's podcasts. And in the last month that has changed, I've been going back and listening to these episodes that I put out in March. It's 2023 right now, y'all, if you're listening from the future. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, like, mm, I needed to hear this again. Like, oh, there's so much juice in medicine, Ash. Like, thank you for delivering this. So I, I just like to share that because even though I carry such incredible gifts, I'm so great at who I am and what I do. And I offer that and share that with all of you. My medicine is also for me. And I, I just came into that embodiment, not realization, not understanding, because I realized it, I knew it but the experience of it has shifted. And I now feel called to re-listen to what I'm saying and let it edify and nourish and level me up again and again and again. So that's a little transparent, vulnerable. The teacher is a student to themselves. The student is a teacher to themselves moment. One more thing before we crawl into this. Let me please... Thank you for supporting me. Again, whether you're on YouTube, whether you're getting the clips, whether you're seeing this, wherever you're seeing it, you're subscribed or you're popped in. Because March, the rebirth of this podcast, which had the highest downloads ever, we were almost at 1,200 downloads. And that really made me feel proud and excited and inspired and supported, seen, appreciated, and loved. Like that was just amazing. So thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. Yeah, that was juicy. That was juicy. And and yeah, if you want to see my face, head over to the YouTube and subscribe to see this episode because I'm, I'm beaming. And I wanted to remember to thank y'all for downloading. Thank you for listening and supporting my work. So this title, some of us will be millionaires or multimillionaires, but we all should be entrepreneurial. And I will say this is a little bit of a tongue and cheek title because I was a part of and know someone who has a platform, a movement, a brand all around, like becoming a millionaire. Shout out to her. But I know not everyone feels empowered or inspired or desire. It might not be your life path to be a millionaire or to even be an entrepreneur. And I believe all of us truly believe in my soul, all of us, especially in this day and time, especially what's coming into this world, into this plane, into the cultures that's changing, the economies that's moving and the new technology that's being created, the conflict that's still brewing, so on and so forth. And that's not to bring in the energies of fear. It's just to remind us that we are in a changing world. If there's anything about planet earth is that we're constantly changing. Things are the same and things are different (laughs) at the same damn time. And so in these moments that we find ourselves in, Being entrepreneurial in spirit, in my opinion, is a non-negotiable. And while that expression of that characteristic can be embodied in many different ways, it is intangible as we move into uncertain times, even more uncertain, continually uncertain, right? The ability to create something out of nothing, hold conviction and ownership and pride, show up with your head raised your authority intact your interest to create perform hold follow through like I know this language is sounding very masculine like masculine traits and you guys know I'm all about being a balanced creational woman meaning that your masculine energies your feminine energies your god creational energies are fully online inside of you and supporting your soul's calling, your ancestral agreements, and truly you creating the life that you are meant to have and enjoy in this lifetime. And I want you to just hear me out that I'm just talking about an energy of ownership, agency, autonomy, freedom, 
that you can be embodying and showing up as and performing no matter who you are, where you are, what your background is, what language you speak, what wounds you carry, what blessings you have, what privileges you've been given, whether you are a nine to five worker, hopping from job to job, work in the gig economy, or a multi six figure, multimillionaire entrepreneur, small business owner, investor, like the ability to own who you are and what you do and have pride in that is just, it's the creme de la creme, like truly. Hey, it's Ash. I just wanted to pop in really quick and share a sweet opportunity with you. If you're enjoying this episode of It's Still Happening So Far, I have a hunch you'll want the supporting materials I've specially created to complement today's topic and make this message real for you and in your life. I know there is a power in storytelling and podcasts do in fact save lives, but I also know it's so easy for information to come into our ears but not quite settle in our systems. It's always through a deeper personal inquiry, practice, and embodiment that takes inspiration and knowledge to the next level, the level of transformation that's unique to you and your path. That's why I created Access. It's a month-to-month inner circle community where I share meditations, prompts, tools, and exercises to help you work each episode of It's Still Happening for yourself and with my presence nearby. And when you join Access, you're getting more than just the exercises. You're stepping into initiating your next level of power and capacity in your freedom journey as a creational woman doing ancestral healing for herself, her family, and her future. I show up in the space to teach transmissions I don't offer anywhere else and answer your specific questions from the episode and in your life. Consider Access to be a living study and being hall for us, and it's only $18 a month. To join the Access community, visit ashleyjohns.com backslash access, or click the link in the show notes for immediate access. I can't wait to welcome you inside. Okay, back to this episode. See you soon. Like truly. So let me crawl into this a little bit more. And I am going to give some tips for those of you who are curious about becoming an entrepreneur are trying to are struggling to are frustrated with it and you are maybe like you know teetering on trying to go back and get a job I can talk about that there's so many podcast episodes and yeah programs and courses I could teach on that because I've been walking this path for a while now and I've gone back to jobs in corporate I've left I've done a lot of things I've been on my own for a long time now so If that's you, definitely reach out and let me know because I can have more episodes on that in the future. But first off, I want to say that I really love being an entrepreneur. Like, surprise, surprise. And don't get me wrong. That does not mean that there are not tough times, challenging times, growth edge times, but it's so worth it, right? And I deeply identify as an entrepreneur. I identify as someone who can see an opportunity and feel and see that opportunity because it matches my creativity and my soul's calling, my soul's agreements, and can offer something within that gap or create a market, but in the gap in the market and feel confident to back it and to allow it to be something that makes the world a better place. That was a very long definition, but that is my definition of entrepreneurship. And I'll make sure that we put this in the show notes. I do have like a principles to spiritual entrepreneurship, which you don't even have to be a spiritual entrepreneur for it to resonate with you or even interested in entrepreneurship. It'll still resonate with you, but it's a little quick video training that's on YouTube. So I will make sure that we have that in the show notes because it really breaks down my definition of entrepreneurship and how that separates or how that's different than being a small business owner or you know, working a job or even being an entrepreneur, right? What does it mean when we say we're entrepreneurial? So I will put that in the show notes because it's actually really great. I think I taught this back in either 2018 or 2019. And when I rewatch it, it still reigns true for me. And I've had quite a few people like find, (laughs) side note, being an entrepreneur. There's so many times you, especially an online entrepreneur, where there's just things you've created and you forget all about it, but then someone's poking around your website and they find it. This is one of those things that you guys find, right? They like find it, 
they subscribe and I'm like, oh my God, that's still being delivered. Like it's still being auto delivered and I haven't even checked in on that. And I think that that's very funny. So those of you who have found this like cool, those of you who have not, I'll put it in the show notes, but it's a really cool and helpful training. So let me bring this in the context of like who I am and why entrepreneurial energy being entrepreneurial spirited is so important. Personally, I know from my ancestral healing work and looking at my family model and how I'm called to show up in this work that I come from a long lineage of money makers, of business dealers, and small entity corporation owners who created opportunities for themselves, who created opportunities for their families and their communities, right? Now, in my immediate family and the family that I grew up in, no one's an entrepreneur, And I didn't have a relationship with my biological father until I was 15, and he's always been an entrepreneur. So the reason why I love ancestral healing work and really giving yourself the space to embody, reclaim, own, stand within, step inside of who you truly are by doing ancestral healing and personal growth work and defining and creating your freedom is because it shows you who you belong to and who you are, regardless to what's currently around you. You know, I knew that I was a wealthy, creative woman when we were in the hood, like when I grew up in the hood. And, you know, when I moved to the high end suburbs, I was like, okay, well, this makes sense. But also, I'm very down to earth. And these people don't seem to be able to communicate what they really mean, because they're you know, holding on a facade. And I, I just, even to this day, I think that that's really interesting because I'm, I'm always saying exactly what I mean, but I do it in a way that feels so authentic and high class, high touch, high care that people are just like, huh, no one really shows up that way. Not to like toot my own horn, but to toot toot, you know? Anyway, getting back on topic here. I really appreciated seeing in my lineages other women and other men and other people who were very successful when it came to the entrepreneurial game and just owning what they did. Because like going a couple generations back to people I didn't even know because, you know, my great great grandmother, I knew that she had a little side hustle and stuff like that. But there were a few people like just beyond her. So, yeah, I want to say like five generations. Yeah, that would be great, great great yeah generations back where it was like yeah they ran numbers they had a whole underground system for creating and cultivating wealth and money and commerce in times where we had Jim Crow in times that there was still enslavement and injustices as African Americans in in this country in the United States and so being able to see like I think we define entrepreneurship always with like a brick and mortar or being able to put it on your taxes or you're paying your own salary or You're this booming online TikToker or social media online entrepreneur. But at the end of the day, we all come from people who did what we do in their own way. So you might feel like it's your first time being entrepreneurial. Again, whether you have a day job and you're just that person that people go to that they know things can get done or you literally are an entrepreneur. So being entrepreneurial in spirit or being an entrepreneur. Sometimes we feel like we're the only one or we truly are the first and we're just the first or the only one in a long time. And when you experience that and see that as I did, it gave me a boost of confidence. It gave me a boost of support. It gave me reassurance that even in the days where I am low on my own confidence or my tank is a little empty, I can feel them being like, we understand and you can still do this, you know, and not to say that I can't self-source in that myself. It feels good to be creating a life and, and legacy that you want and you feel your lineage and your extended family really about what you're doing. You know, think about how much people complain and be like, man, my own family doesn't support my small business. And I'm like, yeah, it'd be great if they did. But They also are not the people called at this time to do what you are doing, but there are other people in your lineage that you don't know who've passed on who are so excited about you. Just because the living people don't understand or get it doesn't mean that the other people in your lineage and family don't get it. Feel me? So I guess the message there is like, if you don't feel the support or you don't see the blueprint or an example of what's possible in your immediate family or your chosen family or your AKA living family, That's one of the reasons why we do ancestral connection and healing work so that we can see and connect with those who have and who hold 
those characteristics and that support and that love for you as you walk this path for the first time in a long time. So there's just something about being an entrepreneur and having an entrepreneurial spirit because I definitely had an entrepreneurial spirit before I became an entrepreneur. Like I remember bosses, teammates, teachers just being like, Ash is a team leader. She will own that. She will fix it. She will solve it. She comes up with all these creative solutions. Like there is a level of creativity and ownership that every entrepreneurial least spirit person carries. In fact, I would say that that's the definition of it. If you're not going to own a business or create something, you are creating something and solving problems and taking ownership of that process inside of someone else's business. And I'll tell you, I've hired people that I have loved working with, have been some of my best team members because they had that entrepreneurial spirit, you know, like it's actually one of the hiring requirements in my business. It's like, how entrepreneurial are you? If I say, here's the issue, or this is my desire, or this is the opportunity I'm thinking, will you take what I'm talking about and try to find solutions and present them and create a whole project around it? It's more like find the other pieces and make it your own and bring it to me as a solution to the bigger picture that we're solving, that we're a part of as a team in this business, as opposed to a traditional VA or tech person who's like, okay, tell me what I need to do to give me the steps. And when I'm done with my hours or, you know, whatever you pay me and I'm out and I don't really care. Like I get the gig economy. I get there's a time to have jobs like that, but in where we're going, the person who can own their time and their energy and their conviction and their creativity, I know I keep saying that, I feel like we're the people who are going to be able to move through these these transitions with way more ease and ingenuity and innovation than people who are like, tell me what to do. Tell me where to go. I was driving with my fiance the other day, and I know I'm starting to rub up against some bare cultural and societal, you know, social issues around like class and all the things like that. So, you know, we can always have a discussion around that. I welcome that in the comments and in the reviews. But like I was saying, babe, I feel that the new middle class is going to be people who are entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial in spirit and people who, you know, making a million dollars is minimum wage now. And I know that's weird to say that because I definitely saw a post today where someone was saying making six figures, a hundred thousand is you're in poverty, but that's really where we're going. Honestly, with all this digital cryptocurrency and all the things that's happening with the governments and, you know, it's like our whole economic and value system and work class system is shifting. And so it's either going to be you're a person who can create, whether you have a lot of money or not, but you're creative and you take ownership and you see opportunities and you put things together and birth something new, whether it's in a business again or inside of someone else's business, but you have that skill set and that approach to life, or you're going to be the person where someone's going to dictate things to you and you're going to be seen as less valuable because as soon as I can program a robot or someone who I can pay less to do that, you're out of there, you know? And we've really been living this already, right? But it's gonna be more expressed and more volatile is how I'm feeling as this AI movement comes in and as our reality as we have been living it continues to shift. And again, this is not to invite in fear. It's just to open up and encourage you to look at where you can be more creative, look at where you can be more innovative, look at where you can take more ownership of your experience to fill gaps in your own life, in your community, in the world in a way that feels good for you, like truly and inspires you and gets your juices going. Like it's an amazing feeling to be like, hmm, I see this, I see this. And if I just Put those, overlap those together. You guys know my favorite sign, my favorite symbol, the viscous Pisces. If I overlap these two things, I now have a new crevice to create something new that's never been seen before. And even if it's been seen before, it's never been seen by me in my energy and my purpose and what I came here to be. And there's, there's power in that. That's the thing that like no one can really say, they can't put their finger on it, but they know how it feels and what it's like to experience what you've birthed. That is an invaluable skill set, right? An approach to life, in my opinion. So there's just something about being an entrepreneur. There's something about being entrepreneurially minded and spirited that I just love it. It's an itch that can never get scratched as a 
just doing employee as a check the boxes. I call, I often call it like paint by numbers. <laughs> Tell me what to do. I'll check the boxes. And then like, I don't think of anything else or I don't do anything else. And again, please, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm just saying, right. I'm just saying, just saying. And I probably have been that person where I was like, I don't, I'm not invested in this at all. And I just want to get paid and be out, but I'm not there. And I, honestly think that if you're attracted to me and you're listening to this podcast, you're not that either, right? We have our moments, but that's not who we truly are. So I believe everyone should be entrepreneurial. Again, it doesn't mean that we all have to own businesses, but there is a, a special place for supporters, helpers, consultants, entrepreneurs, as we call it, who again, can see something and bring it to fruition inside of an organization, inside of a community, inside of a population of people who need it. Shout out to my doulas and birth workers and caretakers and community guides. It's the creativity, it is the ownership, it's the visions, it's the problem solving, it's the nurturing it into fruition, right? How many times do we see something and everyone's like, that can't be done or how are you gonna do that? And you're like, I don't know, but you follow your intuition, your creativity, your interest, your curiosity. And next thing you know, you've nurtured something into existence. It started off as a little candle making side hobby and people loved it. And now here you are making candles and incense on the side just for fun, right? And being well paid for it and enjoying it and being able to be with your kids and stuff all because you stepped into that entrepreneurial energy and enjoy creating and being. Creating and being. It's about the commitment, the dedication. Really, I want to use the word devotion, devotion to creativity, devotion to exploration, devotion to trial and error, experimentation, play. I'm using the energies, the words from both sides of the spectrum, right? Even though the spectrum is a spectrum, <laughs> I'm just using the polar words and examples for the sake of simplicity here. And also the passion and desire. To me, Entrepreneurial energy is the ultimate healing playground. It's where you are facing your deepest fears, your capacity, your growth edges, your, as one of my mentors and teachers says, feedback loops where you're doing the same thing, but you're hoping for something else because you're trying to protect yourself, but you want to bust through and you're like, wait, something feels really weird. Like you're going to see those glitches in your matrix, right? And then entrepreneurial, you guys see what you're capable of, truly. Like, I don't think that there's any other vehicle for personal and spiritual and character development as the entrepreneurial path and walking with entrepreneurial energy, right? That validation comes from self and through the process, and then it is externalized. And that's something that I've been coming back to full circle on my own journey where I got so into the serving that I've kind of disconnected from the source of what would fuel me in the work that I was doing. And that's why this current break that I'm in, believe it or not, even though I'm podcasting, I'm in quite a bit of a break. I'm, I'm in my void. I'm in my, I don't want to be seen and I don't want to say too much other than this podcast because we're birthing something new. So we'll just leave that at that for now. So even when I worked in advertising, I was entrepreneurial. I remember... <laughs> Shout out to you, Seth, because I know you still creep around sometimes. Hey, hey. The guy who hired me in my first ad job was like, <laughs> I just need you to do your actual job. Like, can you just do your actual job? You don't need to be running around and doing this and then going in this department and helping the creative people do that. And like, you're volunteering here. Like, you're never at your desk. And I was just like, not only am I creative and multi-passionate and multi-talented, but I'm also solving a lot of different problems. Like I'm helping with the PR team and they needed someone to interview this. And I'm like, sure, I'll do it. Solve the problem here. Can we do this? Let's collaborate here. You know, like I've just always been that way. And I think in the wrong environment that could be shunned and shut down and shamed because someone can't control you. There is a freedom in having an entrepreneurial spirit, especially when you deliver amazing experiences you make people feel a certain way in the process and you deliver on a work, a service, a product, you know, that benefits the whole, yourself and others. You can't deny that talent and that magnetic, mm, like creational, mm, you know, when someone is operating in that way, you just can't. Now, if you're just unfocused and you go from one thing to the other and you never complete something and you're just upside down and inside out, then yeah, someone probably is going to reel you in and be like, listen, 
I know you're so, you know, drawn to so many different things, but I need you to like commit to something and produce something and birth something. But if you are a floater and a creator as I am, and you can move through those things and actually get it outside of you in a way that impacts your life and feels good for you and is life affirming and also benefits others, then like it's a hell yes. And that's something that I saw in my career. People were just like, yeah, she's never at her desk and she hates doing these things, but she's really good at all these other things. So how can we put her in the best position for the gifts that she has, her entrepreneurial spirit, her creativity, her resourcefulness, so on and so forth. And that's really how I move so quickly through my advertising and branding and market research career because people saw and felt what I brought to the table and wanted to put me in positions to leverage that for me and for them. And that spirit of collaboration and truly wanting to work with who people are starts to be birthed. If you are hiding that or not stepping into it or pushing it away, it's like you're not giving anyone anything to work with if you are in a day job or working in a business. Even with my college sweetheart, we had multiple businesses together. All of them failed. This is when streaming was just really getting on. We had something called like Elm City was we were living in New Haven, Connecticut. And so we were going to different, you know, things in the city and documenting them and we had so many different projects. I can't even imagine. And then we even like birthed a video production company together. And yeah, there's, it's always just been something popping up, like projects to do and to breathe life into. So if you see an opportunity, it is yours to seize. Again, whether you're an actual entrepreneur or you are entrepreneurial inside of a business, inside of a job, it's yours. You don't have to ask permission. You just have to communicate lean into it and see what you can do and how you can create and how you can flow. If you have a desire, it's yours to create that desire. I feel that some of us experience something bubbling up and we feel it in our chest. We're like, oh, that's a great idea. And we get all excited about it. And then we just like leave it for someone else to do, or we're looking for someone to give us permission, or we don't see how we can do it. So we just let the energy around that conception just die off. And that's like, stop doing that. <laughs> seize the opportunity, as I just said. If you see a unique problem or you see a problem in a unique way, then it is definitely yours to solve. Like that's my favorite, I guess, indicator to step more into this entrepreneurial energy is like, yeah, everyone can see that problem, but your perspective around it is different than everyone around you. That's when you know you have gold. And usually when our perspective is different than those around us, we get insecure and we think that we're different and weird, but really it's usually a nugget of gold in this, like a really great piece of like juicy yes. And a story comes to mind. A couple years back, I was really, really into like collaborations and like the healing coach mentor guide scene. And there was a lot of us who had platforms who were coming together doing like sister mentorship exchanges where it wasn't even a program. We were just coming together to talk and like support each other. And I remember one woman um, a woman of color was sharing with everyone that she was in this weird funk and like, you know, everyone was like, hey, we're willing to come together and have a special call or session just for you to help, you know, work through or see what we can see about your situation. And she kept saying, because she's actually a very gifted business strategist and kind of sits at like the intersection of capitalism and free labor and like how can we look at how we work differently and become more radically just and balanced and equitable you know that kind of world and work and so um she kept saying how a lot of times she's working with her own clients and they're trying to solve something with strategy that's actually something else like something completely different and as she was talking about her experiences with her clients what i know is oftentimes our experiences with clients okay are also what we have been experiencing, what we experience in our own life. And as I was listening, I was like, mm, okay. And by the way, y'all, if you don't know, I'm a projector. So I'm really good at, at observing, taking in a lot of information, leaning back, and like the truth will become laser sharp. Like the deep thing, the clarity point, the like, mm, this is the breakthrough moment. It's crystal clear and really easy for me to identify and to deliver that information to you. And it'll be about your own life. It'll be about your ancestors. It'll be about the way forward. It'll be about what your 
soul and heart is really trying to articulate, which is why I was so good at branding and copywriting because I could just extract what you were really saying and like put it on paper and people like, oh my God, finally it's out of me. Like, thank you, Ash, you know? So she's talking, talking, talking and like everyone was popcorning up like being like, hey, I think it's this and this is how you can do it. And actually, if you want to make more money, we can just set up your thing like this. And it was all about strategy. And I was like, oh my God, they're doing exactly what her clients would do. They keep looking and they're offering her a strategic solution. But the truth is there is a deep internal wound and inner turmoil that is happening with her that has nothing to do with the strategy. The strategy is easy. And let me give you guys a little side note here. What I know about my own clients and my own work and my own existence is that there is a time for strategy and there's a time for spirit, right? There's a time we need to go deep within and the answer is within and the strategy is easy. There's a time that you are super deep within and you need to get with the strategy, right? There's a time where you are too much with strategy, right? And like you're working the strategy, you're working the strategy, but you are ignoring your wounds, you're ignoring your heart, you're ignoring your deep patterning, like you need to get into that and the strategy will actually, you can actually follow through. So you can look at this as a masculine feminine thing. You're completely in flow and bliss and what you desire, but you can't do the work. You can look at it as I'm always working. I'm always efforting, but I'm burnt out. I don't have any passion. I'm angry. I'm bitter, whatever, right? There's many different ways that these two polarities can play out, but this is what was happening with her. And I, you know, finally someone was like, well, Ash, you haven't said anything. What do you see? And I was like, again, projector, give me an invitation because again, I go laser point straight to the root issue. And sometimes people don't want to hear that. <laughs> They're not ready for it. And I was like, well, thank you for the invitation. You know, here's what I see. And I told them what I saw. I was like, this is not about strategy. This isn't about money. She has a great network. She could make $10,000 a day or a week if she wanted to. This is about resisting easy work. This is about wanting to be a martyr and a warrior for the cause instead of being an example of stepping through the tough times or the patterning to actually live and break that barrier, like live the desire that you actually want. This is about surrendering, not fighting anymore. And it went right to the core, you know? And in that moment, her system was a bit shocked. <laughs> But she was able to receive it and later on, you know, said some things about it. But regardless to that story, I bring it up just to say, when you can see something different than others is something to embrace, not to shy away from. That is 100% entrepreneurial energy. It will make you a lot of great money as it has for me. It will bring blessings into your life and into the lives of the people that you can then serve by being yourself from your senses, what you see, how you observe, how you walk, your perspective, so on and so forth. This is again, why we all need to be entrepreneurial. Whatever gift you have is your superpower. To be entrepreneurial means you're going to leverage your superpowers and you will cultivate team and connection and community with people who have other superpowers that support the cause, right? And that cause is a reciprocal, juicy honeypot of goodness and forward movement for everyone involved. Boom. That's what I believe. And right when I said boom, Ziggy just walked out the door. <laughs> Another side note, Ziggy just got two new beds and homie is living lavish right now. He is just like, I have beds everywhere and they're so comfortable. He doesn't know where to sleep because he's so comfortable. Okay, so I'm gonna get ready to wrap this up. We have a little bit more to say. If you're feeling stuck in your life because you're disconnected from your power to create and attract new opportunities, I'm glad that you are listening to this podcast episode. I want you to think about a couple things here. Firstly, and this is again, it doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur or you have a job or work in someone else's business. I want us all to walk away with this tip that's going to help activate your creative ownership, exploratory, entrepreneurial spirit. And that is how you did something before isn't how you have, will, or need to do it now or in the future. Let me say that again. How you did something before in the past does not need to be how you have to do it now. It doesn't have to be how you will do it in the future. It doesn't need to be how you need to do it again. Okay? And I know that we know this, but our brains 
and our coping mechanisms and our survival wounds and our ancestral agreements will have us being like, oh, this is how I made money before I'm going to do it again. Oh, this is how I made friends before I'll do it again. Oh, this is how I did an interview before this is how I'm going to do it again. Where when you step into that entrepreneurial creative energy, you are looking for what worked before, what is relevant right now, what is needed for where I want to go. It is a creative cauldron of some of your past experiences that are relevant and potent and juicy for you because what you did before even though it gave you the results is not necessarily what's going to take you forward I say that line over and over and over again okay and I'm saying it for a reason because it's so important in this point in time that we are in as women as fems as creative humans moving forward in this planet being the generational pattern breakers that we are it's so important to be like, I'm so grateful that I did it this way in the past. However, that may not be the most creative, effective, heart-centering, affirming, freedom-building and creating approach moving forward. So we know this, but it catches up to us all the fucking time. So anytime you're about to do something or you're desiring something, a change in your life, in business, in money, in relationship, in location, whatever right? And your working style and your hiring style and your style, your actual physical fashion style, how you decorate your home. You can be like, what am I desiring to cultivate and bring in and create anew for right now in this present time? What do I want to borrow from the past that is relevant and helpful today that will support where we're going in the future? Okay. Number one. Number two, travel. It always gives me clarity and inspiration and rekindles my drive and my free bird and my creative juices and my like potentiality. Like, oh, travel does it for me, y'all. And even when I was, you know, in my career in the past, every time I took a trip, it would be like a marker of a life change for me. Even before I left my job, when I would get ready to move another position, I was like, I got to go a new place. I need to go and feel new energy, be inspired, let it activate something in my mind and my body and my psyche. And I'm going to bring it to my current life and see how it plays out. And I'll tell you now, like even last year, at the beginning of my Past to Freedom book writing tour, when I came back to South Florida after my first location, so I went to Bermuda. And when I came back, I went to like my normal Trader Joe grocery store and like my normal errands. And people were like, whoa, your energy is on point. What have you been doing? Like you're glowing, your eyes are bright, your skin looks incredible, your energy is like, and I, I was just happening out the woodwork. And I was like, oh my God, I needed that change of location so much. It is breathing life into me. It's making the words of this book and the clarity around this book come through. And I can see what's no longer aligned for me and how I was writing this book and what is aligned for me. That's my growth edge with this book. Like travel a new environment will help activate that creative entrepreneurial spirit. So do that. Go around different people. Go to different places. Try new things. Even do a staycation if you can. <laughs> right? Go to a different restaurant, a different side of town, a different bed and breakfast or a hotel. And just feel a different energy and see what it does with how you show up to your life and your work. Right? So this is a good time to say this is exactly the reason why I am hosting a retreat in beautiful Mexico and Baja, California, Labor Day, U.S. Labor Day weekend, and I'm so excited about it. The Elevating Woman Retreat is a four-day, three-night retreat in Baja, California. We'll be in the Cabo San Lucas area, and it is 100% for any and all women who feel called to level up in their life and you really want to have a marker you want to go to a new space be around other women who are looking at their whole lives and leveling up who they are as a whole creational woman we're coming together to do some practices some initiations and some space holding for you so this i haven't ran a retreat in a little bit for those of you who do not know, I used to run an incredible women's only retreat for up to 20 women a week in Bali, Indonesia, and also in Thailand. And so it's really beautiful to be back on the retreat hosting circuit with this one, the Elevating Woman Retreat. So if you're interested in that and you want to explore all that's included, 
the beautiful rooms that I think we have about six more spots left because they have been getting scooped up. Definitely check out the link in the show notes. We would love to have you on this retreat. Okay, so a couple more things and we're going to go ahead and wrap up this beautiful episode. I've received quite a few messages of people who are also an initiatory journey in their business, changing how they are doing things, if they're going to continue, if they're pivoting altogether. And I just want to tell you from my heart to yours, I feel you. Again, I will say that I am in an evolutionary process in my life and in my business and in my relationship to myself. I am a different woman literally every single day. And so as we change as humans, so does our occupation, so does our identity, so does how we show up and share our gifts in the world. And so if that is you and you're listening to this episode, I just want to share a few things that came to my heart about, and I'm I'm actually getting a little teary-eyed, about my own journey reflecting over these last um, five years of my business as it has been. First thing is, if you do feel like you're in this initiatory transformative journey with your relationship to entrepreneurship and business, I want you to know that there's no shame. There is no shame to choose regardless of your circumstances, regardless of how your business works and looks or how abundant it is or how it's, you know, struggling or whatever is going on. There's no shame here. You know, that's what you, I, we are supposed to do. Those of us who are actually allowing who we are and wow, our gifts to be shared in the world, right? To offer the services based off of our life force energy, our soul's agreement. As we evolve on this planet, the business is supposed to evolve. And I've even had some people reach out to me to tell me that they've closed their business and they're questioning if they'll ever be in business again. And they're wondering how they're going to live their lives. And Just my heart goes out to you. My heart goes out to me because it's a scary thing to have formed your identity and your appreciation for your entrepreneurial energy and your gifts. And then for that to be changing right before you and you don't quite know what it's going to be, right? And because we've gotten used to what we have done, we've forgotten what it feels like to be in that birthing chrysalis void unknown space. And so it creates a wobble. And I just want to honor you if you are also experiencing a wobble. I've had moments in this journey where I'm like, who am I? And I'm like, girl, I know who I am, who we are, right? And then I'm like, yeah. And then she's like, no. And I'm like, I don't know who we're becoming. And she's like, yes, you do. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Okay, just to give you a little laugh and a tease in my own moment. But yeah, I've gotten a couple emails about that. And I've been seeing it across social media. And so if you're holding shame or guilt or you're questioning yourself or, you know, it just doesn't feel good. Maybe you're like, I know exactly what's happening and it just sucks, Ash. I'm going to just validate you and be like, yeah, I get it. But you've got this. It is totally in your divine and aligned path. And I believe in whatever it is that you are being called to evolve from. And that may mean burning down everything. It might be collapsing and integrating and evolving, you know, taking the pieces of the rubble that makes sense and putting into something new. And it might be completely stepping into something that we've never even seen before, but you're supposed to evolve and I'm celebrating you for doing so and being brave in your walk to embody your entrepreneurial gifts. The second thing is I want to give a major shout out to all of us, including myself, who were ready and in the right place to serve these last three to five years in the way that we have been in our businesses. Pre-pandemic, through the pandemic, post the most inflamed, psychically stretched, fear-mongering time on this planet that we have had in a long time, like globally. When have we had something to affect every person globally. Think about that. And here we were being healers, guides, coaches, teachers, authors, way showers, content creators, information sharers, space holders, grievers, birth workers, death honorers, right? Solution sharers, inspirational muses, structural guideposts, like mind blown. Think about that, that we were in the right frame of mind and the right time, connected to our gifts, owning our power and showing up. And also 
riding the collective wave of that need and that desire and that ask for us. What an amazing time to have been in the right fucking place as the right person that you are to have said yes to that opportunity. I don't care if you only had one client or if you had 10,000, right? How awesome. So I shout out to all of us, even though those of us who were podcast communicators and hosts sharing information and stories and think about that, the DJs who were entertaining us and just incredible. So be proud of what you have offered the world in these last five years. I know that I sure as fuck am when I think about it. Okay. And the last thing is entrepreneurials, entrepreneurials. That's, I'm just using that word for both of us, entrepreneurs and entrepreneurially spirited people. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying it so hard. We aren't just one thing. None of us are really, whether you're entrepreneurial or not. But um, that's what makes multi-talented and passionate people great entrepreneurs is not being one thing, being able to pull from different aspects of self and different aspects of your experiences and also what you want to see in the world and rolling it up into that beautiful ball of amazing colorfulness. So you don't have to be one thing. I'm not one thing, and I'm very excited for when the day comes to share with you all what is emergent for me and my next evolution and its full package. More to come on that. I'll just wrap this up by saying I'm really glad that I did this episode. <laughs> it feels really good. I'm going to make sure that you guys have the link to the Principles of Spiritual Entrepreneurship um, so you can sign up and grab those videos. I think it's one video, it might be two. I don't remember. Again, it's been it's been there, but I know it's juicy and good. And if you're interested in the Elevating Woman Retreat, please be in touch. Check out all that we will be hosting and holding and experiencing. It's going to be a great one, and it's my official mark back to holding physical space for the women who are called to be the change in their lives, in their worlds, and in their lineages. All right, y'all. Thanks for being here. I'm sending you lots of love. Thank you for leaving a review. Thank you for sharing ratings. Have a great day. That's a wrap for this episode of It's Still Happening. Thank you for listening in and being a part of my journey. It means so much to me. Here's what's next. I'd love to know what you got out of this episode. So leave a review about it before you go. And afterwards, make sure that you rate, subscribe if you aren't already, and share this podcast on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Ash Inspires. And if you'd like to connect on a deeper level, check out my website and hop on my email list. All the links you need are in the show notes. Until next time, may you continue walking your unique path of freedom with conviction, courage, and compassion. I'm sending you love wherever you are.